Titanic capsule and dams now the co-CEO of Surrey in Advance, an alliance in Bombhole. I'm also the co-host of the Canuck Capsulaires Chronicle. It's a weekly YouTube show about Aves news every Tuesday on 2015 Eastern Time Zone. In the first episode, I've talked about the Amor Empire, that's a vast technocracy supported by a broad foundation of slave labor, and in their mind, they are the chosen children of their own true God. So we're gonna get into their history, their political structure, their religion and culture. Oh, it is to grow up into the Amor Empire, their bloodlines and finally some of their notable characters. It's gonna be around five episodes about them, so I hope you're gonna enjoy to dive into the Amor Empire with me. Please keep in mind that I'm doing the podcast to improve my English, so I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> The Amar Empire is a rigidly stratified authoritarian imperial state ruled by the Amar Emperor. It is both the oldest and the largest of the empires of New Eden. This vast technocratic society is supported by a broad foundation of slave labor mostly drawn from people of matter extraction, but also from several other nationalities subdued by the empire through its long history. Their own planet is the Amor star system, was named Atua in ancient time, but was renamed Amor Prime during the expansion into space. As a culture, Amar adhered to the basic tenet that what others call slavery is in fact only one step on an endangered person's spiritual path toward fully embracing the Amar faith. Amar citizens tend to be fervent and industrious individuals deeply convinced from an early age of the moral superiority of their religion and the legacy of their favor in God's eyes. A phenomenon that makes them quick to take whatever action they deem necessary in order to bring the unenlightened into the fold. In its efforts to enforce this view, the Empire has for centuries engaged in a campaign known as the reclaiming, a early war against unbelievers. The unfortunate losers of this war have historically been enslaved by the empire. Nominally, this slavery is designed to work of the sins of the non-Amor until the day they will be free to enter Amor society as enlightened followers. In practice, however, the elders, the general name given to the slave-owning genji, usually pay mere lip service to this traditional duty, then go on to brutally work their slave to death for profit. Holders are privileged elites who control 
hundreds of thousands of flies each, given more or less free reign to rule commoners or wherever they see fit. Some are capricious tyrants, while others rule with temperance and justice. Due to their sweeping powers within their respective domain and the archaic bureaucracy they are entrenched in, the political interplay between order is not so much a finely moving web as a tangle of thread. With rivalries, political marriage, and insidious double deals forming an impenetrable nod of interests and intrigues. History Foundation the oldest of all civilizations in New Eden. The Amar traced their origins back to settlers on the planet of Atra thousands of years ago. Led by a prophet known as the I, they were driven from the continent of Asimia following the collapse of the Eve Gate, eventually settling on an island known as Amar. There, they languished for centuries, as warlords waged bloody conflicts on each other and the church struggled to keep the faith alive. From these warlords rose the legendary first emperor, Amash Akura. Amash Akura conquered via sword and scripture, bringing the entire island under his command and founding the Amor Empire in AD 6470. He codified laws, established the heredity noble class of holders, and formed the religious body that would rule the empire, the Council of Apostles. Reclaiming. For nearly 4,000 years, the Amor stagnated, unable and unwilling to venture beyond the confines of their island. This changed abruptly in AD 2022, when foreign ships belonging to the mercantile Udorian people landed. Though initially eager to trade, the Utorians brought with them ideals that threatened the Amal way of life. The Emperor ordered them enslaved and declared the beginning of the reclaiming, a holy war intended to make the entire world part of the Empire. During the early stage of this war, the Amor discovered a nomadic people who had long fought against the Ictorians. Finding eager and willing to converse, the Amor graced them with the name Canin, meaning Little Lord or Lordling, 
and employed them as shock troops and heavy infantry against the much larger but dismayed Victorian states. One by one, the Victorian nations fell and were enslaved by the Amor until AD 20,371, when the last holdout fell. The empire now covered Amor Island and the continent of Asimia, Ves Udor, and Kas Udor. Eventually, they managed to travel across the Tritius Sea to discover the continent of Cadiz, whose natives were powerless to stop the empire's inexorable march. AD 20,544, the last independent nation of Atra fell to the Empire. The victorious emperor renamed the planet Amor in celebration of the conquest. Millions of slaves toiled under wealthy elders who worked them harshly while simultaneously offering them the salvation of God. Expansion into space. The Amor dedicated these parties of conquest to science, art, and philosophy. Eventually, they began to spread off their planet, starting in AD 20,572, when they first launched people into space. Followed, especially once the Amor discovered microbial life on the ocean world of Time Island. They placed a permanent colony there in AD 20,725. In AD 21,134, the armor stumbled across the remains of a stargate. Though the ancient structure no longer functioned, they were able to reverse engineer it and construct a completely new stargate. In order to open it, they had to send a cryo ship filed with materials to construct a sister gate in the nearby star system of Edion. It reached its destination 53 years later. With a foreign sun lightning their progress, the Awoken workers construct the star gate and send a signal back to Amor. In AD 21,290, the gates to life. Internal schism. The rediscovery of Stargate technology sent the Amor expanding across their local cluster. But as they spread, their ability to control their populace weakened. Under these conditions, an ancient cult known as the Sebi Sebik was reestablished and allowed to proliferate. These blood worshippers had lurked in the shadows of Amor religions for generations, always being stamped out, only to return decades later. This time, 
a group of them managed to evade imperial authorities and fled to the ten distant constellation of Arras, where they found the short-lived kingdom known as Tamalk. Though the Tamalk themselves are no longer to be found and their fate remain unknown, they are believed by many to be the origin of the feared Blood Raiders organization of today. Additionally, there was the unfortunate case of Emperor Zaragran II. While initially just and pious, Zaragram slowly began to view himself as the living embodiment of God. He issued decree after decree that transferred power to him and transformed the state of religion into a cult centered around himself. At the height of his delusion, Zaragram II ordered the construction of a city of God in the system of Sashta where he could reside in seclusion from worldly distraction. As he entered his palace there for the first time, he was assassinated by his nephew, who came to be canonized as a saint Tetrimon. It took the Council of Apostles years to purge Saragram's change, and indeed, some were never removed. First Contact In AD 21423, the armor opened a stargate to the Edir system. There, they discovered the primitive humans living on the six planets. Though the armor was shaken by the existence of humans living on another planet, the Emperor ordered them reclaimed. They were quickly enslaved, with minimal difficulty, replenishing a slave stock that had dwelling greatly over the previous thousand years. With the revelation that they were not alone in the universe, the Amor were thrown into a frenzy of rapid expansion. The thirst for slave has been rekindled among the elders, and they rapidly construct new stargates searching for slaves. This rush yielded very little. However, only a few small populations with no forgotten names, like Andonish and Darkin, were discovered. Moral before. A new emperor, Adrian V, was crowned in AD 21870. In those days, the emperor was still considered the first among equals on the Council of Apostles. Adrian V was ambitious, and noticed a few of Zaragram's change had never been undone. This dipped the balance of power in his favor and he declared the start of the moral reform. 
designed to rewrite scripture to make the emperor the undisputed political and religious ruler of the empire. The Council of Apostles rebelled, but Adrian had allied himself with the five largest and most powerful order family. His own family was the noble and esteemed Cador, who counts numerous emperors among their number. Nicasor was ambitious up-and-comers who had begun a rapid influence. Religious fundamentalist, the Adishapur had seen their fortune wane over the previous centuries, but were eager for a comeback. The militant Saron family count some of the best generals among their ranks. Finally, the Canid family, named after the people they were given dominion over, possessed the most elite troops in the empire. A bloody civil war tore the empire apart, leaving millions dead. It raged for decades, finally ending in AD 21930, with Edirans and his force victorious. The five families who had allied with Edirans became the heir families from whom future emperor would be chosen. Together with the emperor, they would form the Privy Council to govern the empire, while the Theology Council would oversee the scripture. Nikuni and Minmata. Slave stocks were hit hard by the moral reforms and subsequent rebuilding effort. Fortunately for the Empire, they discovered the Nikuni in AD 22103. Living on an arch arid world, the Nikuni viewed the Amor as seizure almost as much as conqueror. A mere 250 years later, the Amar detect the first sign of another spacefaring race, the Minmatar. They conduct a few probing raids on the outskirts of Minmatar space before determining that this new race of people was greatly inferior to them technologically. In AD 22480, Emperor Damius II ordered the full conquest of the Minmatar. While the Amor Navy brutally destroyed defenses and infrastructure, six slave ships touched down on the inhabited planets in the Minmatar home system, Battle. Three whole planets were depopulated and two lost half their number. With only the homeward Matar managing to put up significant resistance. At the end of the so-called Day of Darkness, hundreds of millions of Minmator have been enslaved. The Amor continue their assault on the Minmator, assisted by collaborators in the Nefantar tribe, who came to be known later as Amatar. 
by AD 22485, the empire had fully conquered the Minmatar people. However, small bands managed to escape and form a resistance that will prove a constant thorn in the empire's side. Unchallenged no longer. The Amor developed the jump drive in AD 23058, allowing them to move large ships instantly from one system to the next without first constructing a star gate. The surge of expansion that followed quickly brought them into contact with additional spacefaring nations. In AD 23180, they made first contact with the Galante Federation, a nation of democratic liberals to whom the Amor technocracy and entrenched slavery was anathema. However, both nations proved too large and powerful to attack the other and they settled into an uneasy truce. Shortly after, they encountered the Caldari state, who we were locked into a bitter war with the Galante. Finally, they encountered the Jeff in AD 23191. Initial contact was limited, and the Amor took this as a sign of weakness from the Jeff. The Amor, hungry for fresh slaves, believed the Jeff were a soft target and announced their plan to invade. Amar Jov War The Amar sent a single squadron, numbering roughly 200 ships, to invade the Jov system of Bakhtio. Confident the battle would be one side affair, Giamar imagined quickly overrunning the panicked Jav and pressing them into bondage. Instead, it was the Jav who turned the battle into a massacre. Their small nibble frigates pined down the numbering Amar battleship while the massive dome weapons of the Jovian mothership cut swats through imperial forces. Battle doctrine compelled Yamar to stay on the field until they were slaughtered to a man. Minmatar rebellion. Blooded but not beaten, the Amar prepared a second strike on the Jav. At that moment, slaves across the empire rose up in rebellion, backed by Minmatar freedom fighters, Galante sympathizers, and a small group of Jav agents. The Minmatar rebels were able to make swift gain before the Amar could counter attack. The mass-synchronized rebellion was something the Amar had never envisioned. 
Millions of Hamel, Holder and Commoner alike were slaughtered in the first few days. In the course of a few months, the Hamel were first south of Minnatarspe. Under the orders of Emperor Adrian VII, the Amor abandoned large tracts of territories to the rebels, who founded the Midmatter Republic. Reign of Durian II in YC 105, after 300 year rule, Adrian VII succumbed to the turret disease. The succession trials were held, with the heirs being represented for the first time by the newly emerged Castellier class. Durian Khazor, championed by the pilot Eclipticon, emerged victorious. Durian II goes away within the Empire by interceding in arguments between the new heirs and taking a stance of appeasement toward the Minmatar Republic. However, in YC 107, the Blood Raiders, an offshoot of the Sunny Sabic, began a reign of terror against the Empire under the direction of the deranged Omey Sahikuza. Durian declared war on the Blood Raiders, and within a few short months, the Empire outstanded them from the beacon. The victory was short-lived, however, as Durian was assassinated by unknown assassins on July 4th of that year. Karzot Interregnum. The loss of two emperors with such a short period was nearly unprecedented in the empire. The Sarum family had not yet even named a successor to the fiery Jamil Sarum. The other heroes, young and ambitious, were reluctant to begin the succession trials and put their own lives at risk. Instead, Court Chamberlain, the Shuta Karzot, assumed power. Unbeknownst to many, the once pious Karzot had grown twisted and cynical in his long years of service, giving himself fully to the corrupt Sanisabic faith. As elders battle each other in capricious war, Minmatar freedom fighters Arras the empire's lawless borders. And heirs such as Ali, Sikyo, Kars, Azot engaged in tyranny, Karzot watched with glee. Elder Invasion The Stark Manor tribe had long been taught instinct. Following a genocide perpetrated by the Adishafir family. But in YC 110, a group was discovered alive on a remote slave colony. Karzot secretly ordered their execution, while publicly assuaging the Minmatar. 
Before his assassin could strike, a fleet of frogmen matter under the legendary elders invaded. Throwing the empire into confusion, they struck multiple slave colonies by deploying insurgents. The antidote to a drug called Victoc, which was used to keep slaves under control. The suddenly free slave rose up in rebellion as the Minmatar navy was repeatedly driven back. Just when the Amor seemed poised to fall, Janice Saram returned from death to lead a counterattack. At the helm of a powerful superweapon of mysterious origin, she devastated the Elder Fleet and sent it fleeing to the Republic. Reign of Janil I. Despite having committed suicide following her loss to Darian II, Jamil claimed to have been resurrected by God to be the savior of the Empire. Though the heirs knew she had been cloned, a great sin for Amor here. All but Nyanis and Shepard bend their knee to her. Even eventually grudgingly agreed to crown Jamil Empress. Under Jamil's reign, the Empire has regained much of its previous glory. She made the reform Aritsioka Azor, her imperial chancellor, and tasked her rival, Yanish Afdapur, with repairing the destruction wrought by the Elder Fleet. In a calculated move, she freed millions of Minmatar slaves with a single decree sending a surge of religious converts into the Republic, where they began to sow dissent. With the aid of the Canid Kingdom, she captured and executed Kazut, leading to a reconciliation with Canid II. She also oversaw the creation of the first clone soldiers as part of the Templar project. When they proved unstable, she abandoned the project and warned the other nation against it. Advice none followed to their own detriment. Today the Empire is perhaps the strongest nation in Sweden, With the largest population, most stable economy, and the greatest amount of territory. However, the Minmata wage war against the Empire why the air scheme for their own power. Thanks for listening. I hope you like it. Please hit the bell to be notified of my new content and leave a thumbs up. See you next week for a new episode to continue the series about the Amor Empire. We will talk about their political structure, so why does it have emperor or heir? And what are their role into the Amor Empire? Why Jamil committed suicide after the loss to Darian II? I'm gonna answer all those questions for you. See you next week, Canucks and friends!